Welcome back to the Barefoot Punter. I'm your host as always, The Mug, my co-host, The Logical One. We take our inspiration from the Barefoot Investor, but instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you a little bit of punting advice on the AFL 2019 season. And it's a big uh, introduction and welcome this evening to The Logical One. Thanks, Mug. Good Good to be here as always. Up to round 10 already. I know, can you believe that? It's gone pretty quick, hasn't it? It goes, flies, it flies. But uh, we're having a good season and uh, and hope you're enjoying the podcast. And thanks to all the loyal listeners that have uh, have been tuning in. Uh, I think we were just talking about it before. Uh, up over 130 listeners now for the week. And uh, and to those people following us out there on, on the Twitter uh, handle as well, thanks very much for your feedback and for your comments. Um, very much appreciated. So um, let's uh, get back. We better go back and review... Uh, Round nine, and uh, and have a quick chat about that. So not the best week for the barefoot punter, but talk to us, logical. How did you finish up? Yeah, I think um, I think we said a couple of weeks ago there's starting to be a bit of separation at the top, and I think that showed a bit on the weekend here. And I think the cats won well, and the pies won well, and GRS won well. So um, in terms of tips last week for myself, there was a West Coast minus, which was uh, which was no good. It went close, late, but probably would have been lucky to cover that. Um, St Kilda Plus uh, was looking really good. A um, couple of key outs, though, that did help them. So without that, then you probably would have thought that, you know, they weren't they weren't up to Collingwood standard. Um, Freo Plus, that covered. Um, and then we, we market watch was the Richmond head-to-head, which got out to like $1.85. Very back so at uh, Very backable on the jump. So we'll speak a bit more about that when talking about... Um, about the Richmond game later on. Yeah, very good. And uh, so two and two, I think, for you. Yep. Yep. And uh, for myself, the mug, um, I had the two uh, bets that I put up there for the listeners. The um, There was the Frio and the West Coast. So we were in, it was consensus betting um, for last week. The one that I was on that uh, we didn't recommend for the listeners, though, was the North Melbourne one. So unfortunately, I I went one and three uh, for the weekend, uh, which meant a loss on the play for the mug. Uh, But that's how it goes. That's that's the name of the game. Sometimes you win, uh, sometimes you lose. We we probably, you went flat. I had a losing weekend, um, but on the whole, probably not the best for us. But... um, if you want to be a winner, sometimes you need to lose. Can't eat value. No, you can't, can't, eat, eat, value, can't eat value. Well, let's let's roll straight into uh, where we missed uh, where we missed the chocolates. We felt we were on the value, but uh, we just didn't quite uh, we didn't quite get across the line. So let's talk about that. Bad beats, logical. What have oh, you got for us? Well, you know, like there was a couple of pluses there that half time. I wouldn't say they were bad beats, but you probably thought you were going all right three quarter time, even your your Gold Coast and St Kilda. Um, but they were, you know you would have you would have been starting to count your money, but I wouldn't say they were bad beats because they ended up covering them pretty well, um, even nearly the dogs if you're th- on them. I think you could say you you could be a little bit unlucky though. The Saints uh, were I watched the second half of that game. Saints were going really well. Um, you know I felt for you a little bit there. But the key one for the for the weekend was if you chimed into the Brisbane minus, if you took a four and a half or a five and a half or a three and a half that was out there, I think. Uh, Adelaide kicked the last four and kicked the last one with on the siren, so basically to stiff you on that minus. I think that's that was the worst one for the weekend. You would have been really really upset on if you took that minus. And were you one of those people? No, 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 no. no, no. no, no. Luckily, <laughs> just a small head to head. So, yeah, okay. but I was I was considering the minus. And I was th- and I was thinking I was feeling the pain there when it when it happened. Yeah. Okay. And um, for myself, wasn't really a, a bad beater, but uh, North Melbourne was just a. Just a shocking, like, what do we get down to? About a dollar thirty, dollar 
Did it get lower than a dollar thirty? Mine got to twenty and a half. I think they might have got to a dollar forty. Jeez, so. and uh, and they just uh, put in a shocking performance in that second quarter. So I felt a bit hard done by there, but uh, well, they but, could have won the game late. It would have been lucky to win it. Well, Goldie was that to... was that a bad beat on Goldie? Yeah, yeah that's that's shirt yeah. shirt tug taken high, a few different things. But you know, as I put on Twitter, they uh, they really didn't deserve to win that game anyway. I didn't think North Melbourne, so would have been pretty lucky if they if they got through on that one. Um, Okay, and uh, just just quickly before we get into some games, I've just got a couple of things um, written down here. What's your take on a uh, bit of bit of talk in the media? Paddy Dangerfield is he a fake illogical? I think I think he's being uh, a little bit unfairly singled out. Um, what you think? There's others. No, he's been singled out. As I know he's been singled out. Like you're saying, there's other people like him. Uh, no. No. Okay. No. <laughs> right. So that's why he's been singled out. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so because, because why? Why has he been singled out? Well, he's just got a couple of injuries and and he's come off on on crutches. But like, like, what more can he do? Like, what about? Uh, I remember going to. I think it was the start of last year or, or two years ago against Hawthorne. He went down in the middle of the ground like he'd been shot. I thought, oh, I thought, oh, danger's gone here. He's broken yeah. his leg. Yeah, that's that's probably <laughs> come out and kick six. That's probably where it comes from. But yeah. I think recently there've been legitimate injuries, and he's and he's got on the crutches just to sort of aid that recovery. Yeah. I don't think he's carrying on. Um, Kane's Kane Corns has sort of put it out there, which now is it's given everyone that that thought it seated them now, and yeah. and probably. Is and corns, I mean, geez, he, half of what he says is good, but the other half is uh, a, a, a bit of dribble. Um, all right, well, there it is. Um, all right, mate, you ready to do some games? Yes. Let's do it. So round 10 kicks off Friday night up at the SCG 750. Sydney Swans taking on Collingwood Magpies. Sydney Swans, $3.15. The Magpies, $1.37. Uh, makes them a 17.5 point favourite. The Maggies going really well. Um, another strong win on the weekend. Um, this market, I thought... I, I just wrote down my thoughts before the weekend started. I thought it would be around about that 20-point line. It got down to as low as 16. It's back out to 17. Uh, I'm thinking that I'm going to have to bet on this one. Just be, I think the, the Collingwood Pies are flying. And uh, I think Swans have been blood and guts for two weeks in a row. Not sure they can do it against the class of the Pies. But uh, what do you think about this one, Logical? Yeah, there's player movement galore, or potential player movement galore in this game. We've got Dugowie, Elliott, and more all tests to come back in yep. uh, Buddy I think still sounds a bit unlikely I, yeah, um, did, did they, I thought they said he was out for five weeks and, and how long has he been out for now? He's been out for four I think Four, yeah I think they were giving yeah. him another one Yeah and then there's Kennedy that looks probable to come back in yep. um, they, they are a young side as it's been documented this week a lot of players under 100 games um, they're starting to play a lot better though um, Swans Swans Yeah, 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 Swans. yeah, yeah. They're playing a lot Agreed. better Collingwood is still flying I think I marked it 20 and a half um but I don't want to go near it. I just feel like Sydney at home, um, going a bit better. Yep. SCG lower scoring matches. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna just gonna have a just leave that one alone. I'm gonna leave that one alone. Yep. Okay. So for myself, uh, I haven't. Uh, I actually haven't put any bets on so far this weekend, which is unusual for me because I usually uh, get stuck into a, into a few. But I've got a few line uh, watches. I'm probably more of a, and I think we've spoken about it before. I'm probably more of a minus better than I am a plus better. And some of the minuses that I'm looking for on some of these games aren't quite where they where I want them to be. But we'll talk through those as we go. So um, I'm keen on the pies. Haven't backed it yet, but um, but looking looking and wanting to back the pies. Um, 
but I wouldn't mind seeing that number back down um, below that 16 mark. So let's just keep a, keep a watch on that one. The first game up on Saturday is down in Tasmania. So that's an important one to note. Utah Stadium for the Hawks. Been a fortress for them. Hawthorne taking on Port Adelaide. Hawks, $1.77. Port Adelaide, $2.05. And the line, 3.5 to the Hawks. So a bit of movement in this one, logical. Uh, this one opened up, if I'm not mistaken, around the 6.5. Uh, yeah. I felt as though there's maybe a bit of disrespect uh, being shown to Port, but potentially starting to swing back to probably how it should be. How do you mark this one? Yeah, as, as you mentioned, in Tassie, so doesn't quite favour Port. Say, if, I think, say you have Hawthorne Carlton playing down there, there's less of an advantage for Hawthorne than when they play Port down there because Carlton had a lot of supporters down there and they only have to travel the one trip, whereas Port will Port has to travel a little bit further. So I think there's... There's less advantage. I mean, sorry, there's greater advantage, more than, advantage. When they play, yep. more than when they played Carlton. And and what do you make that home ground advantage? How many points do you think that's worth? Uh, in this game, eight and a half. Eight and a half. Okay. Yeah. When I saw this match first up, I was like, I want to be all over at Hawks. Yeah. Really keen on when I first saw it. Um, but then thought about more McAvoy and possibly Lewis out. So it means they probably have to bring back in Ruffy either way. Is it, um, uh, Mitch Lewis is injured too, is he? He's concussion. concussion. Okay, oh, I missed that. I mean, we were at that game yeah, on the yeah. weekend. I actually missed that. Yeah, right. concussion test. Okay. Um, possibly plays. And then and then Port also bringing in Gray, Ebert, and, Ebert and Jonas, all potential. Yep. Um, so when I went and did that, I, I sort of looked at it, and, I'm, I'm, and I think you said that the line's now at four and a half. And at that level... I'd be leaning to Port, but probably not enough for a, for, a, for a bet. Yeah, okay. For myself, I felt as though that Port have been the better, more consistent team. Quite young. I felt they were being disrespected at the six and a half, but it's come back uh, towards the Hawks a little bit. Um, I, I'm struggling to back the Hawks uh, as it is this season and uh, definitely can't back them in this spot. Same time, down in Tassie, Port do have a pretty young team, so it's a... You know, it's a it's a dangerous trip for him to go down there and, and pull it off. Uh, so no betting for the mug here. The second Saturday game, the Western Bulldogs are taking on North Melbourne Kangaroos at Marvel Stadium. Uh, the Western Bulldogs, $1.62. North Melbourne, $2.30. Doggies out to 7.5 now uh, for the line. Um, logical. How do you see this one? Yeah, I think there's still a little bit of six and a half out there. Yeah, they're, they're quite possibly weak. And, and just for the listeners uh, to take note, just rip these numbers off the TAB. So just your old school uh, tab, uh, the, the TAB outlet, uh, just coming straight off the tab app. So there may be some six and a half out there. Very correct. I think correct. that might uh, give you a little bit of an indication which way I'm leaning. Um, dogs have been really quite good for me for the last few weeks. Uh they were okay against Frio over there. Then they beat the Tigers. Then they beat Brisbane, which both sides are going all right. And then not too bad against Geelong. Um, you know, they got they got blown away late, but I think they were right in that contest. Um, I think they're going much better than the Kangas. I marked this game 11.5. And, and, um, okay. Yeah, I'll be putting up a unit here on the Dogs minus. Um, I think they'll be too good for the Kangas. They both like playing at Eddie Had, so there's yeah. no real advantage for either side there. Okay, good. Well, uh, I I was um, looking at this one more from a head head to head perspective, just because North can be a bit annoying sometimes, a bit claggy. Um, that line at six and a half, seven and a half, I felt was a little bit strong. My exact notes down here are dogs, but I want more value. So um, so I was just hoping we might get some swing. But from what you're saying, uh, logical. 
probably not going to get out to that sort of plus a dollar seventy sort of range. You don't, don't, I don't think so. Don't see that happening. Yeah. Okay, so so I don't know. Might have to uh, to sit that one out. But the logical is in on the dogs. Twilight time slot. Adelaide Oval, Crows taking on the Eagles. The Crows are $1.65 versus the Eagles, $2.25. It's just trimmed back into minus 8.5 for the Adelaide team there to be the favourite. We did have some 9.5 out there. Now, Logical, I'm going to have to get some, uh, try and make some sense of this one because when I first looked at these games for this week, I thought... The Eagles are the better team. That was that was my thinking. I was thinking, want to be on the Eagles here, and I'll be uh, be comfortable with with anything sort of around the the pick'em range or pretty close to. And and then I went and did the maths on it. So that was my gut. My initial gut reaction was Eagles. Then I went and did the maths on it, and the numbers and everything, home ground, all that sort of stuff, points to Adelaide. And so then I think, well, okay. The, the numbers are saying Adelaide, but there's something in my gut that says Eagles. So the mathematician versus the mug. It is, yeah. So it's the uh, so I'm really wrestling with this one. Uh, my the numbers or gut feel. So you're giving yourself a new moniker then, the mathematician. <laughs> no, there's no moniker. I am the I am the mug. Uh, you're the logical one. The uh, the 15 out of 15 year winner. The 13 out of 15 year. Uh, 10% return on investment. So logical. Make some sense of this one for us, when can I, you please? When I saw this guy game on Monday, I saw a dollar eighty-five crows. I was like, get me on them. You were just chinching. I was like, that's that's a great price. Yep. Unfortunately, it's moved quite away. Um, thing reasons I was thinking about that was Eagles battling. Yep. Um, Eagles lose two big men potentially, Venables and Hickey. Hickey's been ruled out. Venables, I think, has been ruled out. Jeddah. Jeddah's been playing quite well, I thought. His kicking's been important for them. Um, is he injured, is he, Jeddah? Jeddah got suspended. Oh, for that tackle? For the tackle. Oh, my God. Yeah. Gee, that's a bit rough. Um, and, the, and, the, and the Crows get they get the upside. They get Crouch. Jenkins kicks six in the, in the twos and Seedsman back. Um, that'll help them at home. Um, I just I couldn't be you know on anyone else but, but Adelaide at the start of the week at that price. It's got out to a eight and a half now, and that's basically what I market. So I'm I'm not having a bet now, but I couldn't agree with you there. I'm not not that keen on West Coast in this game. Their form is just just as average. One thing I will say is Rioli back for them does help. The two two pronged small forwards it is only going to help the, the West Coast, but I still think they're a little little way away from being at their best. So yep, okay. Yeah. And the uh, the inner turmoil uh, for myself and uh, and for the logical one straightening myself out and for the. Uh, and for the listeners, uh, I'll be uh, staying right away from that one as well. First of the Saturday evening games, we're going north. Uh, Gold Coast Suns taking on the Cats. Gold Coast, pretty big outsider, $5.50, and the Cats are $1.15, so very short for the Cats. 32.5 points to the Cats. Find us a bet here, logical oh, well. one. You'd say obviously danger plays because he's not really injured. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, well, I actually, I, I actually feel as though, and this is a game. If you go back and have a look at a bit of history, where Scotty's got form here in terms of the rotational policy, and he just rotates a couple of his old stars. So Salwood's already had a gap. I think it's either going to be Ablett or Danger this week anyway on the rotation. So probably makes a bit of sense for him not to play. Um, but does he want to play just to stick it up everyone that says he's not going to play? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'd say also if he doesn't play, it proves that he was injured. So, um, Wow. 
that he's not faking it. Yeah, well. Yeah, well. Minus a bit logical. Uh, for me, Cats uh, obviously going really well. Mm. Gold Coast going pretty well too. Um, for them, they they're keeping games low scoring. They're defending quite well. They just ran out of absolutely ran out of gas on the weekend in the last quarter against Port. Um, and so, um, for me, I could I marked it basically what it is, uh, and I can't I cannot find an angle there. So for me, no bet. Yeah, and for myself, I think uh, I think the the uh, the cats probably do to what they did to the doggies on the weekend, and I think potentially the Suns serve up what they did with Port Adelaide, where they are competitive for a time, but uh, we saw the cream of the crop on the weekend just pull away from their lesser ranked opposition in the last quarter. Just really busted those lines wide open. I could I could see that happening. I've written down here, cats, but no bet. The second of the Saturday night games, and it's the big one. Dream time at the G. Richmond Tigers hosting the Bombers. Tigers, $1.42. Bombers, $2.90. Tigers, 15 and a half points. Um, much anticipated game this one and I know the punters are, are definitely looking forward to it looking forward to it myself potentially the game of the round I know you like the the Melbourne GWS is the number one game for this week logical one Tigers we saw them firsthand what did you make of them on on, uh, on Sunday when we had a look I think Tigers are going well and as you know I've been rating them quite highly but explain this to me mate. they go off a dollar 85 against Hawthorne and Essendon who I rate as an equal or even slightly superior to Hawthorne, all of a sudden they're 15 and a half point dogs. To me, they haven't improved 12 points since last week. Um, they could even, depending on what happens at the tribunal tonight with Soldo, um, they could be without a Ruckman. Um, so I I think it's gone too far to the Tigers here and, and, and I'm actually going to put up a unit at the plus 15 and a half. For the Bombers. Yeah, yeah. for the Bombers. And... Um... And as I said at the, the the top of the top of the podcast today, I'm more of a minus better. So I was I was looking for something on the Tigers. Uh, I like the Tigers. Tigers were really strong against my mob, but um, but I've written want to be on Tigers, but not at that line. I can't I, I can't be just jumping on the Tigers at what minus fifteen when you consider the, the Hawthorne factor. And that was something that I that I spoke. Um, that I spoke about at the start of the call. So uh, the and the start other of the thing podcast. about the Tigers, we've seen it the last couple of weeks particularly because we've been on them 40 pluses they don't put sides away late so you're always in it with a bit of a chance and and the other thing was Hawthorne really were killing them early on the weekend and probably should have been well up which would have changed the complexity of that game um so yeah and I watched the uh, I watched the Bombers pretty closely uh, on the weekend just due to the Freo game and um and Danaher I don't, I don't know exactly what his um shots on goal were but um but he, but he missed a few, and I feel like he could actually That's get a tricks. yeah he could he could get a hold of someone pretty soon and uh, and put some goals on the board for uh, for the bombers. Oh, there we go. Just breaking. Soldo's been unsuccessful uh, at the tribunal. Okay, so he's um, not playing. So they've got a few ruck problems. They have, uh, the Tigers. They have, they're going to yeah. have to play. They're going to have to play Young um, or Bolter. He's not particularly tall, and they're probably going to have to bring in one of their. The young eighteen-year-olds as well. So yeah, okay. So um, so the logical ones are putting up a unit for Essendon. Uh, the mug wants to be on the Tigers, but just just can't get near it at that uh, at that line. And you have something there for the Yukon Award um, logical, which yeah, is the, the U- best on ground in this game. Best so the, on ground in the Dreamtime. In the Dreamtime game. Yep. For the Indigenous round, which is called the Doug Nichols. So Doug Nichols round. Um, so that's Doug correct. Nichols round. Yep. 
Um, one that caught my eye, he's actually been playing a bit better recently. Um, he's won this award before. Shane Edwards, um, I think he can get up to uh, 21 bucks out there for him to win the award. I think he's going quite well. And there's always a bit of a bias to the Indigenous players in this when awarding this medal. So um, if looking for a little little bet on the award there that's that's the one that that's caught my eye okay all right so uh or even well we don't recommend multis i guess but uh i don't think you need the multi at that price no 21 let it let it ride okay good the early game on sunday and we're back at the mcg the demons are hosting the giants melbourne demons two dollars fifty gws giants a dollar fifty three meaning there's 12 and a half points in this one in favor of the giants um Demons were better, weren't they? On the uh, the Friday night, they they got us by surprise. We yep. thought that they would um, really battle over there in the West, but um, they put up a pretty solid performance. I think it's the first time I've seen them the fast ball movement this year. They actually moved the ball fast, and they 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 ran it out of the back line really quickly, and they looked looked a lot better. And that obviously opened it up to their forwards, and and some of their forwards should have kicked. Big bags, but just didn't. Well, they they should have been four or five goals up in that first yeah. quarter. Petrarca, Petrarca could have McDonald, had a huge McDonald, yeah, yeah, they missed a lot, didn't they? So yep. much much better performed uh, Melbourne. Um, so that was probably a surprise in their form uh, to to see that performance over there. Um, GWS, they they smash Carlton. Um, I know you do your ratings logical. Do you do you give them? Did they move anything up in your estimation with that one, or was that just pretty yeah, much? Well, they sort of did against a few, but actually, I, I, I felt um, I sort of moved everyone down, and I kept Collingwood, Geelong, and GWS at that same level. They all were impressive on the weekend. I don't think there's much difference between a fifty-point win and a hundred-point win. So, yep. um, they, those three sort of stayed, moved a bit above on everyone else. Yep. Um, so this is an, this becomes a an interesting betting situation because. We've got uh, GWS back at the MCG where they just played two weeks ago. Um, for myself, I, I tend to rate Melbourne and Hawthorne probably on a, a fairly si- similar uh, trajectory at the moment. Yep. I'm not sure if your ratings say the same thing. Um, and it feels very similar to how it felt uh, two weeks ago. The the line starting at uh, that sort of 15, 13, and it's already slid, I think, one point. I think there's some minus 11 out there. Yeah. I just feel this is going to go and go and go and go, and I want to be on the Giants. Um, so uh, if we get down under that sort of goal stuff, uh, the mug's on the Giants here. But how do you see this? And uh, Caniglio is back. So the obnoxious, the obnoxious <laughs> one was very, some very good, on some the good, ball. Some good mail there. And I don't know how Ca- – I didn't, I didn't see the game on. How did Cameron go? Did he uh, perform very well on Sunday? Cameron or? played up in the wing – for part of the game, he kicked another four behinds and yeah, he had okay. about twenty-five possessions. Okay, or so, so, so he, he went okay, but he, he maybe they out, got him out he of the still battle. Does look sore. Yeah, okay. I saw him wince when he took a mark late in the game, and, so, he's, and he's obviously not kicking well. So the obnoxious one uh, on the on good good info there from the boy. Um, yeah. But um, what about you, mate? How do you see this one? Where's your uh, uh, where, where's your lean here? Yeah, so expecting Canigula to come back in. Um, uh, the way Melbourne played on the weekend, I quite liked them. Um, so. I think the market will move to Melbourne, and but but I would at the current price I'll be putting up a, a unit bet at the plus, plus. eleven and a half. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I just think they're going better, and GWS obviously have worries away. Um, so for me, a, a, a bet at the plus. But right also, now, yep. One other thing I quite like in this game there is there is some potential possible showers, but I think it should be okay. Is GWS have been scoring enormously in their games recently, 
and then Melbourne, the way they moved the ball last week, I don't think they'll play like Hawthorne they did, um, did against GWS at the MCG. I think it'll be a bit of a shootout, and I quite like the over points here, which is around the 165.5 point mark, um, if there's no weather. Yeah, if no weather. So yep. a, a rare over bet uh, this year. It's all been about the unders this year, but, That's right. uh, but, a, but a bit of an over uh, tip up there from the Logic one. And... And and for you, would you consider going back the other way on the Giants if that gets under that sort of goal mark? Or yeah, if it did, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah, and yeah. that's uh, and create a gap for yourself potentially. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. I don't know whether it will move as much as the Hawthorne game, but at the moment, I'll be. It'll might. I think it'll move a little way. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So uh, so at the twelve and a half, you're putting up. Is that a you're putting one up? Yep. Yep. Okay. And a, and a, and a, and a Pending no no weather and over the one sixty five and a half. Okay, very good. So uh, so a bit there for the listeners. Game eight Sunday twenty sixth of May three twenty at Marvel Stadium. St Kilda Saints taking on the Blues a dollar forty two the Saints and the Blues two dollars ninety making the Saints a fifteen and a half point favourite. Uh, well, very. Very well at the moment. Carlton games are a bit uh, uninteresting on the late Sunday afternoon, but uh, myself here, I've got down Saints, the favoured option, uh, but no betting for myself. Again, it's probably one of those ones logical where the the Blues have to provide some sort of response. But I don't know how long can you keep going to the emotional well to to keep pulling that out. Well, I see they've pulled um the they got rid of the coaches today, and Cripps and Doherty pulled them in and gave their own. Player review. Yeah, right. Okay. So player talk, review is that? That's... Well, did the review by the players rather than the coaches? So, so where, where does that stack up in uh, versus circle up? Oh, is, is that, that a circle up? Is, is that a circle, a, sim- up, a circle up rating? Is that a similar a similar sort of? Uh, it's probably a semi a semi circle up. Semi circle up. Yeah. yeah. So do you get a bigger response from player led review or do you get a bigger response from circle up? I'm not quite sure. Yeah. Um, did Cripps Cripps was on the ball though the other week when he said we will be better next week? Well, we we, uh, we chimed into that one, so we were yeah. we were very much on that. Yeah. Um, but uh, this is St Kilda versus Carlton. Where do you see this one? Well, Carlton will be they'll they'll be thinking this is a chance for a win. So both sides obviously will be, but I think Carlton will be up for it. Um, they could get a few back in Jones and Plowman. Um, so that 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 does add a little bit of and and. Potentially even um, Newman. I'm um, sorry, um, Simpson down back, which would really um, fill their depth down back. So, I, first of all, I looked at this and I wanted to be on Carlton, and I made it at about ten and a half. To, but but on reflection, I'm probably just going to have to have not have a bet with the way Carlton played last week. And two out of the last three, they've been pretty ordinary. Um, but if I was having a bet, Blues for me. But no bet. Okay, so we're opposed there in the uh, make-believe bets. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm saying if I was having a bet, I'd be the Saints. You're saying if you're having a bet, you'd be the Blues. But uh, I don't think there's bet- any betting for us between no. the two of us. No. no. Okay. Great on a Sunday afternoon of footy, though, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we've got St. Kilda Saints, Blues. And now we talk about Freo. We'll get into that in a sec. <laughs> And the last game of the round, the uh, relationship killer, the 5.20 p.m. on a Sunday when they've had enough of the football. It's a late game, logical. That's late, isn't it? Yeah. 5.20 start time. Over in the West, Optus Stadium, the Frio Dockers are taking on Brisbane Lions. The Dockers are $1.77 and the Brisbane Lions are $2.05, making Frio a three-and-a-half point favourite. I've written down here for myself, uh, Frio, but no bet, I think. Um, Frio, they've been a bit of a frustrating side to watch in the last couple of weeks. They uh, 
at times they move the ball so well. They've got Fife in there that's uh, you know just a bull, but uh, geez, they were frustrating on the weekend. I, they, they had every chance to win that game on the weekend. I thought particularly early, but they're just not putting it on the scoreboard. Still performed above expected on the weekend. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, um, I thought I, I well I backed them head to head as yeah, well, so okay. uh, I thought they were a good chance to win. Yeah. Um, they probably left a bit out there on the table, but um, and Brisbane Lions on the other hand, they're they're going they're going okay, aren't Six they? Six and three, uh, going really well. Who would have thought they uh, they take that team of theirs over to the West though, which is the biggest journey in football, logical one. Can they get it done? I think they talk about uh, Hodge coming back. Yep, don't know whether how important he is to them now. Mm. But he seemed to he seemed to help them down back. Um, as I said, they're going really well, and and I hadn't really rated Brisbane above the market until last week for the first time. Um, this week, I'm about where it is. I made it four and a half to Freo, and I can't really force a bet there at the moment. Um, it's hard to read what what Freo are like, and, and Brisbane are going pretty well, so I'll just be a pass for me on the uh, late Sunday game. Yeah, and uh, if you're not saying Freo with any confidence, um, I've already said it with no confidence. I think the pick is Freo at home, just because it's a big trip for the for the Brisbane Lions to go out there. But um, don't have a lot of, you know, don't feel strongly about it. So, um, so I don't think uh, I'll be betting in that one. Okay, so betting recap. What are you uh, putting up for the listeners this week, Logical? Yeah, for me, it was a one-unit Dogs minus uh, Essendon plus... Melbourne Plus and the over Melbourne GWS pending weather is fine. And a quarter of a unit on Edwards for that Yukon Award. Oh, the Yukon. You, you're excited about the Yukon Award. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, good. That, and that's a great value for listeners. $21 there, so definitely grab a piece of that one. Um, for myself, I feel a bit boring here. I actually... Probably for the first time, I know I only had. I think I had one bet back in the Hawthorne Geelong round I, in the Easter uh, in the Easter round. I put one up for the week in there. I actually don't have a bet here that I've. This that is I've, just this is scenes, Mug. I know it's uh, it's very scenes. unlike me. Normally, I've got a hundred bets going on uh, over the, on a weekend, but um, I I want to be on the pies, so I'm, I'm market watching that. I. I Top better have got minus fifteen and a half at a dollar eighty three. So I, I, there's every chance I get sucked into that one. So the Collingwood one is the one that uh, that I'll most likely have a go at. I haven't uh, I haven't got it yet, and I'm not sure I can really put it up for the listeners. The dogs I wanted a bit more value on the dogs, um, so I haven't haven't gone the dogs yet. And um, but you're scaring me off saying that it's. Uh, not going to go, so I might just have to take uh, take your advice on that one on the line. Um, and the Giants is market watch for me, so I, I want to see that. See if it follows a similar trajectory to the to the Hawks game. See if that one comes in under under a goal, and uh, if so, I'll be uh, I'll be having a go at the Giants. But you'll be back. You'll you'll be back next week, won't you, Mark? You'll uh, I'll, I'll turn you'll up be every week this week, but <laughs> next week you'll be back with about seven or eight bets. Absolutely. So we had a, had a, a the mug's got a low week on uh, coming into this weekend, but yeah, rest assured, I'll be I'll be back. Don't worry about that. So um, so I think that's a a wrap for the uh, for the listeners. Maybe one thing just before we go, logical. I know you're talking about, and I'm I'm catching you off uh, off guard a little bit. There's been a couple of times in the program where we've spoken about putting up a line bet, but then we've also said that oh, we backed it head to head or we backed it 40 plus or, or so forth. So can you maybe give any insight to the listeners that if you're having a, a plus line bet on uh, on something, what your staking option would be on that head to head or potentially even 40 plus? How do you go about that for yourself? 
Yeah, so when I when I do like a plus or a, or, or a minus for that fact, um, depending on how much I like it, I generally will have a a head to head bet alongside it or a forty plus bet. Um, uh, of course, the unit stake is the main stake, yeah. and that's that's your sort of base stake, I guess. Yeah. But then you will have a small on the uh, on the head to head, or potentially even forty plus. Yeah, that's right. So sometimes I might have a quarter unit forty plus, or um, and a, and a full unit on the the. The, the line and sometimes I might have uh, a line a unit on the line and a half unit on the head to head and what would be the uh, the thinking for that is that just a, a, to drive better value um, if it does you know run away that all of a sudden you, you take a dollar ninety price into a maybe three dollar twenty price at the head to head and then maybe a fifteen dollar price at the yeah, at the well, forty plus or? I think um, generally if, if your line is value then your forty plus is value as well so you know sometimes for the jackpot as well lower lower risk for a higher return on a 40 plus is is you know like you're not too worried if you lose a quarter of a unit but you, you could be at 10 or 12 or whatever price it is and you can really hit the jackpot there yeah um, okay good all right so that's uh, some some good insight for the listeners there uh, potentially about how you go about your own uh, your own stake and sometimes well. as we've mentioned earlier on the year sometimes we just back the head-to-head all the all the 40 plus as well because it's a lower stake for a and that was a good example of that one on sunday i think the line in the uh richmond hawthorne game was what i think got down to about minus three three and a half yep. four and a half yeah but you didn't have a lot of interest in that game on the dollar 90 you were just happy to take the dollar 85 dollar 83 off the table uh for that particular game is that right yeah yeah okay good all right well there's uh hopefully a bit of uh a bit of help for the for the listeners in the way that they go about staking their uh their own bets as well all right, guys. Well, thank you so much again for uh, for your support in tuning in and listening to the podcast. We'll get it out on the uh, normal platforms and you'll be listening to this by the time that, that happens. Uh, so you've, you've obviously found us. Keep uh, keep following us on Twitter, at BarefootPunter1, uh, and please feel free to interact or ask any questions. If if I can't I, if I can't answer them myself, I'm more than happy to get in touch with the logical one and uh, and get his uh, get his opinion on different things as well. But uh, until now, gamble responsibly. Until next time, gamble responsibly. But more importantly, gamble to win.